Loving others. Everyone can succeed at walking by faith, not by sight. The Holy Spirit can empower every believer to see the world through the eyes of Jesus and identify with the heart of God. If we show the world the loving heart of God, we will find ourselves living amazed, and God will continue to amaze us. All it takes is a little faith, hope, and trust to see the powerful hand of God at work in the world. Living amazed is all about how God will use any available instrument, any yielded life that is open to Him. If we submit ourselves to Him, there is no limit to what He can accomplish through us. God can reach people in ways that are truly beyond our imagination, but completely within the realm of possibility when we allow Him to do His work through us. In fact, Living amazed can begin with something as simple and ordinary as a conversation in a convenience store parking lot. When Betty and I had been married about six or seven years, we leased a hunting property with some friends about 60 miles northwest of Austin, Texas. We planned to use it as a retreat from the pace and pressures of my preaching ministry, which at the time had me on the road more than 275 days a year. That summer, we drove up to see the property and do some maintenance work. We took along our daughter, Rhonda, who was four or five years old, and my former foster parents, the Reverend and Mrs. Hale, who were excited about getting out into a part of the state where they could see some wildlife. After a full day of work in the hot Texas sun, we still had a four-hour drive ahead of us to get back home to the Fort Worth area, and by then, evening had fallen. As we drove through a little town called Marble Falls, I said to Betty, I gotta have some chocolate milk. Chocolate milk, she said. It's too hot out here, and I don't even think that's good for you. Let's just stop at a hamburger place and get you something to drink. I was still sweaty from the work. I hadn't shaved in a couple of days, and I was dressed in coveralls and boots. But I had a craving for chocolate milk. That wasn't something you could get at a fast food place in those days, so we pulled into a local quick-stop market along the way. As I got out of the car, I noticed about 30 or 40 high school-age kids hanging around in small groups in the parking lot. Some had their heads down, and I sensed they were troubled about something. Inside the store, I passed a couple of girls who were wiping tears from their eyes, and as I made my way back toward the dairy case, I saw two more girls in the aisle who also appeared to be crying. I sensed the Holy Spirit saying to me, James, you need to talk to these kids. When I got to the checkout, I said to the woman behind the counter, I've seen some folks who are crying. What's going on here? These kids are really, really sad, she said. One of the most popular students at the high school, one of the football players, was in a car accident and broke his neck. The kids were all up here throughout the day praying that he would get well and be healed. But they just got word that he died. Again, I sensed the Holy Spirit say, Go talk to those boys and girls. They need to hear how much Jesus loves them. The message was as clear to me as if it had been audible. Here's a good example of how the enemy gets in and tries to distract us. No sooner had I heard the Lord speak than a second voice, my own voice, began to enumerate all the reasons why talking to those kids was not a good idea. You need to look out for your family, James. You still have a four-hour drive ahead of you. Betty's tired. Rhonda's tired. The Hales are tired. You're wearing coveralls and you haven't showered or shaved. And besides, those kids are scattered all over the place out there. 
How would you even get them together to talk to them? When the enemy goes to work on us, it's not like Cupid shooting arrows of love. He fires suggestions, doubts, and distractions. But when God speaks, he speaks the truth. James, those kids need to hear how much I love them. I paid for my chocolate milk and walked toward the exit. As soon as I touched the door handle, I saw all the kids in the parking lot suddenly come together in a circle right out front. Okay, Lord, that's just too obvious. In my dirty coveralls, unshaven and looking like a bum, I stepped into the middle of the circle, looked around at all the grieving faces and said, Excuse me, I was just passing through town, and the lady inside told me you lost a friend. I'm so sorry to hear that, but I feel impressed to tell you that if your friend was a Christian, he's in heaven right now.